We're here with Emmett Sherlock. Emmett, thank you very much for coming in. Yeah, uh, thanks, for ha- thanks for having me. You're in your element here in the podcast room, right? Yeah, I've done a, I've done a couple of them. People were talking at Assembly all day today that this is one of the most highly anticipated episodes we've done so far. What do you think about that? I mean, I guess so. I have a, I think I like to think of myself having an interesting character, you know? You do? So, I do. I, I chose you to come on not only because you're an advisee of mine, yeah. but because I feel like you have a lot of interests outside of just wrestling. We'll talk yeah. a little bit about wrestling today, but just in general, you like a lot of different things. Yeah. I remember one advisory, maybe last year, you had your computer out, you're doing some graphic work, you had your phone right here, you had a camera around your neck. Yeah. Right? You just have a lot of different things that you're into. Yeah, so like I've always been a, like, uh, I like to think of myself as creative, and so like first I uh, was like, uh, I had a podcast, like wrestling, I interviewed like, I was interviewing like Olympic champions, like, na- like national champions, guys with like 100,000 followers, so that was cool. And that was during COVID. And then I kind of like got away from that. I stopped doing that because like, I, you probably know it takes a lot, it takes a lot of work, mm-hmm. especially for me when I was like, I was doing it when I was like, like 13, 14. So that was a lot of work for me. And then I got, then uh, photography, I did photography uh, my first year, uh, freshman year. I still do, I still do advanced photography this year, but it, then I got into, then we got, then I had, um, saw that we got like Photoshop and stuff. And then I started playing around with that. And now I uh, run like a, kind of like a side hustle. And I uh, make graphics for like athletes, like commitment graphics. And so, I, and I've made, you know, I'm not gonna say how much money I made, but I've made a good, uh, you know, money that I can buy some stuff that I want. I like that. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your graphic work and kind of what that's like for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's fun. So like, so that's how I first started. How I first started to grow my brand is I would like, I would go on like the top hundred rankings on like ESPN for like basketball and football. And what I would say is like, hey, my name's Emmett. I do like a graphic work uh if i know you'd be you know needing in the field of being graphics and you know people like to post your top five like schools you know when they actually commit and so i started like throwing my name out there and then i would send them some of my work that i've done and then i just started creating like a you know a bunch of work that i can just send them and uh so basically when and then now i have people that's come to me so when people come into a school they want to you know post something on instagram saying blessed to announce i'm committing to wherever and then I'll either make them, you know, a graphic with them on it, with the background of school, you know, different elements and just stuff that's like, it's something cool, you know. So you find out where different players and yeah. athletes are committing, and then you reach out to them on your own and say, "Hey, here's my portfolio. Yeah. Take a look at some of the work I've done in the yeah, past." Yeah. So like, if I see, so I'll go. Basically, like I said, I went to top 100, and I see they have like 20 offers, and then like, for example, I'm like, all right, then I can make something displaying all them offers. Like I've done stuff like, I've done cool stuff like. Um, like I, well, for example, I did like somebody, like he had like 20 offers and I did him like in the middle of a Monopoly board and I had like a bunch of Monopoly cards, like like the value, like when you, pay, you buy a place, right? Mm-hmm. So I had like a card for like Ohio State, I had a card for that. I've done like Pokemon cards with different schools. Like I've done like different, like I try to make, try, try to be as creative and unique as possible and not just like having the schools there. I like that. I like that. So you have a d- bunch of different backgrounds yeah. that you work with and this is all in Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah. How long does it usually take you? So if you you know you see an athlete who's committed somewhere, yeah. and you're sitting down to work on it, what's that process like? Okay, so a committed post. So I obviously have like you know not like a sick. I don't like to have templates because like I want to create something new for every guy, which I've seen other guys do with other like companies, and that's one thing I don't want to do is create like the same design for another guy. So I would say coming up with the design is probably the hardest part, right? Not uh, so that probably takes like. 
but 30 minutes scroll on Instagram, you know, Pinterest or whatever online, just trying to find like different, different stuff. And then the actual doing it probably takes an hour. So, hmm. I, but like not, it, so not really an hour. It's probably, hour, I'll say an hour in total. And then like, that, that's about it. How'd you get involved with Photoshop? Because I know that Photoshop takes a while to learn. Did yeah. you take a class with that or you just use that, learn that on your own? Uh, to be honest, on my own. So we did it in, uh, we got it during photography and I, and I saw that. And I just like went in and played with it. I learned how to cut the background of uh, people. And then I, I learned how, the only, like, the only thing I ever looked up was like, how do you put a photo in Photoshop? Other than that, like, it's all just like, it's pretty like, once you get it down, it's you get it down and then, then it's more you just finding stuff to use, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I always found the commitment posts. I don't know. It's, right. it's interesting it's because... New. A lot of people, it's, I don't know, it wasn't, I don't know, was it a thing back when you were committing college? Like, well, it was a Facebook, Facebook. status, yeah. you know? People would say, I'm proud to announce my yeah. commitment here. But I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things that it's a, it's kind of a fad. Everyone's yeah. doing it. Everybody's doing that. So if you don't post, it's like, well, you know, you committed somewhere and you didn't tell anyone you about tell it. You, you didn't make a post. Mm-hmm. So you're you're really tapping into something important that people yeah. want, you know, because yeah. I see that all the time on Instagram. Yeah. And the cool thing is there's commitments at all different levels. There's D1 athlete, D2 athlete, NIA. Like there's everything. There's so much. There's so many people that need it, which makes it good for me because like, you know, I'm doing doing somebody going to Baltimore City Community College, and I'm doing a guy committing to Ohio State. There's like a there's a big field that I'm doing, so it's good for me. You know, a lot of business. Hmm. Would you ever do seniors who are you know who get into a college and they want to make a post, or that, is it that's more? A, I haven't done that. That would be that would be like getting into some regular college, I guess. I don't know. That, I don't know what do what, what kind of like uh, things I would put on it. You know, I guess you would just put like them in like maybe a tie and a, and a suit and maybe the background. Yeah, what if they ace their SATs? They get into a really good college. You could get a picture of them in the classroom. Yeah, so if, they, if, they, if, they, if they ace their SAT, they definitely deserve a graphic. So Yeah, yeah, that could be cool. Um, and you also do some video work as well, yeah. right? So I do, um, so like with the graphics, I do um, like, so I do like, a, it's like a laser outline. So how I do it, like, I do like, um, so it's a, it'll outline the laser, slowly laser, and then like have music in the background, and right when the beat drops, it like zoom into the graphic and then have like an explosion. Like I do like a little video too for like that stuff too. Hmm. So you're expanding this whole yeah. enterprise. And I'm always looking to see like, like what other people are doing, what other pages. Because there's, there's guys obviously like I'm not. I'm not only got like a thousand followers, but and I've only done probably like 250 clients. But other guys, there's guys with like hundred thousand followers that are doing it. So I'm trying to. Still trying to continue to grow and be as you know big as them. So you've got some competitors out there you yeah. keep an eye on. There's competitors. There's like there's some some guys I'm always looking at because there's some guys that are really good, and so uh, and there's so there's, there's a difference like there's, and there's and what I've been trying to look at. There's people that do it like art now. They've been trying to make it more like artistic when they do it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm trying to like t- I, you know try to explore that. Huh. So you're constantly learning on Photoshop. Yeah. Are there any other tools or platforms you use on the internet that you work with, or so, mostly Photoshop? Photoshop creates the graphics. Uh, Adobe After Effects is the little laser thing, mm-hmm. and then Premiere Pro is just like the uh, it's a video editing, and that's when I put like the music and like overlays and stuff. That's Premiere. So graphics is um, Photoshop. The little outline video is uh, After Effects, and then Premiere Pro is where you put it all together. I like that. So say it's a Saturday, you've got nothing on the schedule, mm-hmm. you've got a whole free day, you have no homework, yeah. you know, it's just Emmett time. What does that day look like for you? So if it's what, is it Saturday, Saturday? Yeah, say like this upcoming Saturday, you've well, got nothing Saturday's on. this Saturday's a dance. But, so a regular Saturday, what I would probably do <laughs> is, uh, 
it, I, I obviously have one type of workout. I always do one type of workout for wrestling. So either usually it'd be a practice, right? Uh, so whether that's 10 o'clock or if it's a, a so usually on the weekends I have either a 10 o'clock practice or I have a 6:30 night practice. So it's depending on what day it is, I have either one. But I wake up. I'm, a, I'm a, I, if I don't practice more, I wake up probably pretty late, like 11, 11 o'clock. And then uh, it, if it's like prime season, like when I was doing uh, graphics during a signing day weekend, I, I was probably doing eight different people during that day. Hmm. And so I would spend like eight. I was doing like just like a work day, eight hours. You know, and I did eight people, and I made you know a good amount of money. So it's good wow. for me. Wow. So when you're working on the graphics, do you completely get in the zone? Like get you, in the zone. like the time I, uh, passes very so this quickly. That's what I do. I have, so I, I invested in some of my money, and I got me. So I have two monitors, and then I have my computer. On, on the left one, I have a, some type of either like a Twitch stream or or a YouTube video, and that's how I do it. So I have the video up, and then I have my my main you know my main display doing my work. The video of what are you watching? I just I watch anything either just like uh, just some YouTube video some guy like just something that I can like watch I'm not gonna sit there for eight hours and just do so I have to have some type some type either I could be like watching a football game or something okay so I got to keep my mind not just on I don't know if I could do that you're multitasking yeah I like that I think that's important you know it's like sometimes in school you know say like it's very hard to sit in a classroom yeah. all day long it's like you know when you first got to gilman i was kind of i was i was thinking about that with yeah. you because you've got all these different things on your mind it's like it's got to be hard to sit yeah, down it, it focus. is hard that's one of my things i'm not i'm, I'm kind of uh I'm, I was, I'm bouncy you know like, you're bouncy yeah you've got a lot of different things on your mind yeah i think you know i think it's a skill to be able to watch the football screen or the twitch or whatever you have on this yeah. side and then work on your graphic here yeah. You know, look on Instagram too. I think that's important in the world. Well, I think it's for me my like style of learning. I think I would fall asleep if I was just doing graphics. That's the thing. Kind of like school. Like, I don't want to just sit, sit. I can't sit there and do the same thing for thirty minutes. It has to be like. Uh, that's why I like more like um, group projects and stuff like that, and more. That's like my style of you know learning. Not because hmm. I don't want to fall. I usually if I just do something for thirty minutes, I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> that's just me. So. Have there been any classes that you've taken here at Gilman that really tapped into that, you know, multitasking ability that you have? Yeah, obviously for photography, it's cool, and especially this year because we uh, we're allowed to use more. Uh, so last year, uh, first year was more like photo photojournalism, so it's more like no like editing. It's more just like, you know, like I go to do a football game, I shoot these pictures, and I get them to the whoever like if whoever needs them right away. And this year it's more like uh, more like uh, your own your own decision, so being creative. So you can edit colors more, you can you can you can make it more creative than photo photojournalism. Because you want photojournalism you can't keep you're keeping the colors the same, you're editing and you keep, it's pretty natural, right? More mm -hmm. like what you see in the eye. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this year's more like uh, you know, outside of that field. So when you're doing creative shots, are you usually going to games and doing athletic pieces or do you do outside of the sports realm. Um, we do different stuff for photography. Like, um, so like for example, what we did one time for those, what we just did last was uh, we went to the old Gilman campus and uh, we kind of like compared it to now. And what we did is we took elements from this campus to that campus. So we photoshopped the collages all together and make some type of artwork. What I did, like, I had like, I had like a real sky in there with a, the old photo, like a black and white photo from the archives. We put a new sky in there. Then we had like students on the steps from now, we photoshopped and put on steps from the old. Basically, we just mixed stuff new from old, and we made a some. We made three different like versions of it. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Is Mr. Ruark your teacher? Mr. Ruark was last year. This one is Miss Miss Sachs. Miss Sachs. Okay. Yeah. What are the differences between the classes? Um, differences. Well, Mr. Ruark is uh, he's he's a really good photographer, and he knows what to look for, and so he's 
I don't know, he's more, I, I don't know, more original, but he's really good at it. Mm -hmm. And Miss Sachs is, uh, she's always trying to, you know, something new. She's like, could you do this, could you do that? You know, mm -hmm. and photo, like I said, photojournalism is more natural and learning actually like, you know, uh, like the, like the um, aspects of photography, like lines of thirds, it's like different like, mm -hmm. you know, rules for photography. And he was teaching us that. And then now since we got that based down, then Miss Sachs is like even stepping it up a little more, hmm. I guess. I like that, I like that. Is it pretty? Com is it competitive at all between you and your classmates in terms of the photos you're taking and the the work that you're producing? I mean, you wouldn't say it's competitive, but it's like we uh, we always uh, once we're doing assignment, we always show we have a class. Like once we're doing the whatever our you know project was for the week or two weeks, is we like show them all on the board and like we like go through everybody's guys and then we're like, you know, it's, it's not a competition, but it's not a competition, but it's like I you, you want to see how you want to see how good you did this mm -hmm. week, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've always got to be looking at other people like yeah. you do with the commitment pieces yeah. and saying, like, what are they doing? How do I get what an edge on them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so so Emmett, you're really into sports. You're into wrestling. I want to talk about wrestling, but the state of Gilman sports and athletics here, what's your take? I mean, well, well one thing I like about Gilman is that we're, we're, we're getting athletes that are also smart, so that's also a good thing. Um, but the the state of athletics, let's see. I mean, we're good. Okay, we're we, – we're, okay, first off, we're still wrestling. We, we've improved significantly in the last five years. Football, uh, we got a new co – we, we got a new coach, so I can't really, you know, judge that until we give him a couple more years. Uh, basketball, we're pretty consistent. Last year – last year – what? Not this year, but last year we're pretty good. That's that squad was good. Um, tennis, we're really good. We're really good at tennis, squash, volleyball. Uh, what's his name? Coach Diego. Mm -hmm. Coach, I, I've heard from uh, Coach Holmes. Coach Diego does a really good job because what they say is like volleyball. It's like um, it's like really a test of what coaching's better because not many people play. You know, like volleyball in middle school and stuff. So it's uh, kind of like a test of who can do a better coaching mm -hmm. once they get guys in. So I've heard Coach Diego's done a really good job with that. Um, I don't know. I think we're, we're I think we're doing pretty good. I've, I've, we obviously could be a little better at some sports. Like people want obviously want our football teams to be really good, and people want your basketball teams to be good. But because those are the main attraction. But I think we're we'll be all right. We're right there. We're right, right in the there. running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've good good racket sports. That's for sure. We do have good racket. Sports. Coaching the JV squash team this year. And oh, you some are. Of, yeah. Some of those guys are varsity players. We yeah. just have too many of them. You know. Only like only like in the country good for for varsity lacrosse uh, varsity squash i mean yeah 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 they're ranked every year they go to nationals tennis for sure so yeah i agree with you um tell me about wrestling here at gilman gilman so uh i guess we can start like why i went to gilman for wrestling so well so i lived in georgia and my like a military family so um we live in georgia and we knew some wrestler from south carolina and he knew one of the assistant coaches at gilman named kramer and he was like, and that was, and that, we knew we were moving to Maryland. That was the only coach we knew. Cause we were just trying to find a club that we could practice when we, you know, got up here. And then we reached out to Kramer, and he's like, "All right, coach at Gilman." I was like, "Okay." And that's the only school we ever applied to. We flew up here, and uh, we saw the campus, and then uh, we applied, and we got in. So that was the only school we ever applied to. So that's how we, that's how I started here, right? And then middle, and then we met Coach Holmes, and Coach Holmes is, Coach Holmes is a, is a really good wrestler. Uh, he's like, uh, he's a two-time national prep champ. Uh, he was, uh, I think, he was a three-time state champ. He could have went to any college he wanted to for wrestling, but he chose lacrosse, and I don't, I don't blame him. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to say anything about lacrosse, but I know wrestling is brutal, brutal on injuries and wrestling like your knees and stuff. So to play lacrosse uh, is still pretty cool. So uh, I don't blame him. But 
for Gilman Wrestling, we uh, we have uh, improved a lot since uh, since last five years. We were, I don't know if you ever saw, like we, if you saw, we have not won like a lot. Of, we haven't won the Gilman Doles in like it was like 40 years. We won that in my freshman year. We've uh, beat McDonough in the last two years. We had a 20-year streak of not beating them. Um, we had two first state, me and my brother were our first two state champs in 18 years this year. Um, but yeah, we've we've we've, we've done we've done, and even just like not me and my brother, we've our team has gotten a lot better. We have like uh, guys like John Jerkovich, Gabe Smith, Zach Laurie, um, and they're they're all they were all top four placers here. And also, I want to mention Co- uh, Coach Coach Holmes done a good job of like just kind of like Coach Dago building the guys that haven't wrestled. So he he took Carson Minga, who wrestled a little bit in middle school, not really though, and uh, he he was second states his junior year and third this year, and that's that's crazy how he can turn a guy who's not wrestling before high school to a state placer. So what does that take for a coach to take a, a wrestler who hasn't had much experience and make them pretty yeah. good, pretty solid? So I would say first, surrounding, so first obviously the coaching, right? And then second, surrounding surrounding, uh, surrounding him with guys like, with a good program, right? So if, you, if, you, if you're around, around a bunch of people that are good, you're, you're gonna get good. <laughs> and so uh, Mingo was around like me, my brother, and those, all, those, all, those, all those guys I just mentioned. And that's brought him up, and that's one thing we talk about. And then one thing Coach Holmes preaches a lot is that uh, you're only good as your worst link, is what he says. So like, so like even even if you never started on varsity, it still matters, right? You're still in that room. You're still you're, you're the practice partner for the varsity guy. So it's like everybody matters, and if we, everybody's and everybody's like on one agreement, everybody's gonna get better. Hmm. Yeah, iron sharpens iron yeah. is a good phrase. You know, if you're practicing every day against really good players, you're gonna get better yourself. Yeah. Um, so you've got a brother who's a year older than you. He's mm-hmm. like your probably your main competitor when you're practicing. Yeah. What's it like growing up in a in a family with a brother like that who every single day you're probably wrestling him getting better yourself? Yeah. So there's one like growing up we never practiced. We 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 couldn't practice with each other. We would fight. Um so it wasn't really till like 13 or like 12 13 that we could start practicing. We would still fight maybe once every month. But now we can now in the last year, this year we pra- we were probably main practice partners once uh, Gabe got hurt, and so Tyson was my main practice partner, and we 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 did we, we didn't fight one time, so that was good, and so we've uh, we've kind of just uh, made agreement that us working together is like gonna be the best for us, uh, even though now I'm getting a little big, but the, this year was uh, it was it was awesome working with him, it's a clash of kind of styles, because he's more of a like a defensive wrestler and I'm more of a, a offensive guy, so it was like a it was it, it was it was uh, it was a learning uh, experience for both of us, and it made us better. Yeah, so you feel like that matchup really makes you better when you go against other schools. Yeah, so he he, he brings a, a style that's uh, uh, really unique and which makes him pretty good. He's more of a uh, like I say, he's a defensive guy. He doesn't really uh, he's really good at uh, defending when they attack, and I'm I'm good when I attack. So I learn how to if I attack and he defends, I still learn how to you know I'll, I'll counter counter that you know. Mm-hmm. So him, him working with him has made me uh, better. Wrestling practice has got to be the most difficult yeah. I think of any sport right yeah so it's obviously uh people 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 say like uh, wrestling's like if like people that don't know wrestling like a uh, wrestling's not that hard you'll do for six minutes but there's six minutes uh, you're you're working the whole six minutes of just like a sprint so really a sprint for six minutes and then if it goes to overtime it could be nine minutes you know so and to do that for two hours during a practice is uh it's pretty hard so we start I would say I, I can walk you down what a practice looks like uh it's like 
15 minutes of uh, warming up, so like jogging. But then like we also do like gymnastics stuff. So we do cartwheels, we do cartwheel into a backflip, we do front handsprings, we do front rolls. You know, just the stuff to get our body loose. And that that's just hard doing stuff like that. Um, and then we're we're stretch, and then we're going to practice, which is like um, coach home. We do uh, like five primary attacks or our first attacks, and then five five secondary attacks, and we're just wrestling and learning new. But and then after that. After we do like our warm up, then the coach home will like break down like uh, tactics and like break down moves, I guess, and that we like he sees that we could get better on and that's what we're doing. And then the last like 45 minutes is where it gets really hard. It's like live wrestling, so it's like a match basically, just it's kind of like sparring basically, but, like full intensity for like 30 minutes, and then last 15 minutes is just like sprints, you know, sprints. Go back to live wrestling, back on the line, sprints. And, and, you know, Coach, Coach Holmes is a tough guy, so he's not scared to make it hard. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, so you get done practice. You're probably exhausted. You mm. just fought for your life for a good, you know, two hours yeah. or however long practice is. In this time, you're you're cutting weight. Yeah. Right? You've got to keep your weight. At, and I want to talk about that a little bit. But it doesn't sound that fun, you know, no. to me. No, it doesn't. So what makes it worth it for you as a as but a wrestler? you gotta, you got to love competition. And that's, that's the number one thing about it is uh, – wrestling it's me versus you you know so that's so that that excites for me that excites me just you know um but so that excites me just the you know the competition the one-on-one um but yeah it de- definitely during the the weight cutting is definitely the hardest part of the sport for sure um to say i'm six pounds over and then i still have to basically but what you said surviving for my life for two hours is you know it's kind of hard when you're you haven't ate all day and you still got six more pounds to go it's like not it's not a fun experience, and the, not to mention the room is you know kind of hot. It's really hot because like in the going room it's right above the pool, and so you, the steam rises and it goes in the wrestling room, and so it's, it's it's hot. Do you ever feel lightheaded? I mean, yeah, but I've got I've gotten used to it. So I I, I used to live in Georgia, and we used to work down old like a uh, old uh, I don't know what you would call it, like a bar, not a barn, but like old steel buildings with just no AC, and we're in the middle of summer practicing, so I'm kind of used to the heat. So you love you love the grind. You yeah. love the practice of you know this is gonna suck for a certain number of weeks, but then yeah. I get to compete and beat somebody, yeah. and that that's makes the, it all that's, worth that's it. That's the that's the the you know the result of so you put in the hard time and the result, but the result feels good if you, you knowing that you're 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 more physically you know sound than this guy is is, is a good it's a good, it's a good feeling you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the weight thing is always perplexed me a little mm-hmm. bit i mean i have some experience with that i didn't wrestle growing up but i played football yeah and i was always the biggest kid on the team yeah so i had to cut weight i had to chew gum and spit you yeah. know before getting on the scale i had to wear soccer cleats and yeah. cut my pads yeah um as like a fifth grader or sixth yeah. grader you know so i know a little bit about what that what that's like but mm-hmm. can you explain to me you know in wrestling what the whole purpose of okay. cutting weight is so the purpose of cutting weight is well, I wish it, wish it wasn't like this, but everybody's cutting weight, so you don't want to be the guy who's uh, who's wrestling. So I don't want to weigh 160 wrestling guy who's cutting from 175. I want to be weighing 160 wrestling guys at 150, you know. So what we do, it, it will, but it's gotten better, so we do a, a test every year. like It's called your hydration test. So you basically pee in a cup, and they test your hydrated. Then they uh, pinch your body fat, and they tell you the lowest, like, lowest weight you can go that's healthy. So at, le- at least it's like kind of healthy. So we do that, but... And uh, so the way it works is basically well, well, how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to water load. And so basically you want to drink water, a lot of water at the beginning. So we have a match on um, Friday, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, you want to be drinking a lot of water. Wednesday, you 
still drink a good amount of water, you cut it out, you start dialing it down. Thursday, maybe only two ounces, two bottles of water, and then Friday you don't, you know, you don't, you don't eat until you weigh in. Um, but it's basically you you fill it up with water, then the last couple of days you're you know releasing it all. And a lot of, a lot of the weight you're losing is water weight, especially during the season, because you don't really, you don't really want to be lo- like losing fat. It, it, you want to lose fat at the beginning of the season, you get your body trained, and then the last couple of pounds is all water. Hmm. Yeah. So when you're working on the off season, uh, how important is cardio workout, like running versus weightlifting? Mm-hmm. Like what kind of training do you do kind of to prepare for the wrestling season? Mm-hmm. So uh, the best way of training, so you think of it, wrestling's, for me, I cannot wrestle for four, six minutes. You know, it's kind of hard. It's more of a, for me, it's it's sprints, right? It's a 15-second sprints of staying good vision, another 15-second sprint. And so a lot of, like, I guess, interval, interval training is good if you want to do stuff like outside of wrestling. But, you know, lifting is uh, always always good to not get strong. And um, But the best the best way to train for wrestling is wrestling, mm-hmm. you know. So that's but like I know there's a guy, there's a guy named Ben Askren. He hated the he hated the treadmill, but he was a really good wrestler, and he he couldn't run for he he could barely he, he didn't want to run for two miles on a treadmill. That was not his thing, um, but he was really good at wrestling. And the way he said the way to get better at wrestling is wrestling. So yeah, I I think that's true for a lot of sports. I mean, yeah. in college playing lacrosse, we did so much training of sprints all year long. Because yeah. you know when you do something in college and you're used to this now because you wrestle all year round, but it's every single day, yeah. you know, and there were so many days where we were running sprints and lifting and that stuff's all important, mm-hmm. but I felt like we were getting better as players, mm-hmm. as a team when we were just practicing lacrosse. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause like if I'm lifting weights, I'm not going to learn how to, how to defend a, a double leg attack. You know, the way I do that is as I wrestle. So it's, I guess I, I, I think that statement's pretty true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a favorite wrestling move or? Or um, do you vary it? So I, I like to say I'm good on my feet. So like I don't like mat wrestling. I'm good at, but my best is on my feet. So just like any type of attacks that it's like a single leg, a double leg. I'm I'm good at. I'm I'm really quick. Is what I'm good at. So and, and I'm aggressive. So I like to be on my feet. And I like the I like to push the pace and you know wear down on my opponent. Mhm. Mhm. Love it. So um, how about like cross training, like mm-hmm. other sports? Does that help you in wrestling at all? I know. For instance, wrestling is a good sport to to play. One for toughness, to mm-hmm. get in shape. A lot of face-off guys in lacrosse yes, are previous that. wrestlers or wrestlers because they're low to the ground and they're trying to get the ball and they're good at ground balls. Um, do you do any other sports that help your wrestling? Um, I, so I played football all the way up to my eighth grade year and I stopped. So I played it when I was like you know, six. I, I, I was always playing football, um, but I stopped. Uh, I didn't play my freshman year and I, I didn't play. I haven't played since. Um, but I, I do believe cross training is good. Uh, like Coach Holmes is a kind of a, a I would say is a, a good example of that. He's mm-hmm. good at uh, he's good. I guarantee the stuff he's learned from wrestling made him good on the football field. That made him good on the cross field. Um, so I, I do uh, I do I do I do believe in you know cross training and I I do think it's good. But no, I stopped I stopped playing in eighth grade. But but I think uh, playing playing other things is is good for your mind too. So it's not like I know like people that wrestle is like. Like for example, Carson, I know he's having it. It's good for his mind not to be wrestling all year long and you know playing other sports. It's good for him, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, I think competition just in general is good. is good. You know, yeah. like I see guys playing chess at Gilman all the yeah. time, and it's like that's awesome because you're using your mind, but you're still doing a one on one competition against someone where you're practicing winning. Yeah, you know? winning's good. Winning's good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, 
All right. So let's switch topics to just Gilman School yeah. in general. What do you like about just the daily life here at Gilman? Well, I, obviously, I like the schedule. The, the, uh, the three class, three anime classes is, is cool. Um, it's good It's good that we have the three anime classes, then we have the time to do the work after. So it, 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 if, if you do your schedule right, it limits time, uh, it limits your, you, you know, your homework and studying. So I do like the schedule. Uh, I do like, and then I like the people. The people are really nice. Um, and we have a lot of alums, so like people know, and then so that's cool that like there's people that's been in the same place that we are, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of kind of cool. And then then uh, coaches, a lot of coaches are alums too. So like Coach Holmes done the same thing. I even though he's not an alum, but he's done the same thing I've done. But it's cool that we can get you know close to teachers, and they can like you know tell sto- like, tell us like stuff that can help us. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think that, I think the connections are you know one of the best things about Gilman. Yeah, I think that's true. Some of the coaches and the teachers have been here for so long that. They can yeah. help you and tell you what it was like when they were here and, you know, how to get through difficult practices and yeah. classes and whatnot. So, yeah, I think that's true. Um, things Fall Apart, your book rack. Yeah, so uh, I could tell you about Things Fall Apart. I, I'm not, I don't know how to pronounce the author. Uh, Chinua Chebe, yeah. I think. So I could tell you. So basically right now, as a book we're reading in English, and one thing we've been talking about. So we've basically been breaking about, breaking down this guy's character. Uh, I'm pretty bad at not oh, Conquo, right? Conquo, right? Conquo. And so he's uh, he's um, he, he's pretty he's pretty strict in his way he raises, raises his kids, and he's also he's he's like he's the ideal toxic masculinity is what we've been saying. Even though he does just so lot of stuff he does is bad. Like he he'll beat his wife and stuff like that. That's obviously not good. But what we've been breaking down is what um what like masculinity traits are good and like so like you know masculinity they say like you shouldn't be able, like men shouldn't show character show feelings uh, stuff like that. They should uh, uh, abstain like a hard, some type of hardness. And we're basically been like debating on what what like ideals of masculinity should like be taught for our next generation mm-hmm. and what stuff like back then we can leave behind like stuff like not showing feelings and. So you know, back in the day, like, like like fifty years ago, people men were like more like um, I wouldn't say like I guess hard. I had a more more hard. I guess I don't know how the words to say it. Like like harder. Yeah yeah hard. Like they they like uh, I've obviously we want them like not showing feelings basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah I think that's they're true. scared to show feelings so that they don't want to be looked upon like you know. Yeah, as weak. As weak exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so tough because this is such an important conversation. Uh, you know because. In sports, sometimes, and I think this is this this is complex because in sports, like in wrestling, mm-hmm. like if you sh- if you show weakness, it's not good. That's not good. You don't want to show you're tired. That's like in the post, and start picking the pace up. You don't want, yeah, exactly. You don't want to put your hands on your knees, no. or you know, you don't want to cry after the first round, not or good. show, and that makes you Look excited, weak. right? Yeah. As when the I see opponent, that, it's, like, it's like you see blood in the water, right? Basically, you're, exactly. You're a shark, and you see some guy. Huffing and puffing and breathing, it's like, all right, time to go, you know? Right, right. But I think there are other cases in life where it's like things are getting really hard mentally for you. Yeah, it's or It's good to take a break. It's good to take a break or it's good to tell people, yeah. like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm not doing well, right? Yeah. And that's a good time to show that you're not doing. So, yeah, what we've been saying, what, uh, what we've been saying is, like, I think you should be able to show emotions. You should show emotions. But we also want to, uh, you know, keep 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 uh, hard work in there, like, that's one thing you know. We you should keep uh, keeping the next generation of teaching people people how to you know persevere, how to how to keep working hard and moving past things, but not be scared to you know take a break when needed or a mental break or whatever, and not not scared to reach out to people. Yeah, I think that's true. You know, there's so many good things about like masculinity in general. It's a broad term, but courage and yeah. you know 
uh, being strong. Yeah. It's all good. It's all um, good. But there's also, I think, benefit to showing vulnerability, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. Those are good conversations. Yeah. That's what we've been talking about the last but three classes, actually. So I just thought that's a, a, good, a good topic to talk about. Yeah. So how about some of the male figures in your life who you look up to? I mean, we talked about Coach Holmes a little mm. bit, but, but when you think about men at Gilman in your life, like what are some of those qualities that you really admire in an adult man? An adult man, so what qualities do I? Um, so uh, let's see, I gotta think about this. So uh, obviously, I, like I said, hard work is one um, of qualities. Um, we got, you know, the ability to just, um, hmm. So it's hard, like, I don't know. Like, I know the guys, the guys I look up to, and, like, I don't really know, like, the words, like, to, to say. Like, I know what, what, like, a good man looks like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it makes sense to your point about, like, what qualities of masculinity we want the next generation yeah. to have are probably the ones that are in the world today yeah. that are good. Exactly. Like, hard work hard and work. Grit, grit and courage. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to, like, it's hard to explain. You kind of you, you kind of know. You know it when you see it, right? You know it's wrong. You know it's you know it's right. It's like, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, I always think of when I when I think of things fall apart. So I read it. I think when I was in in your in my grade. Yeah, in your grade, sophomore year. Um, I had a really good teacher who taught me this book, but I don't really remember everything that happens in the book. I remember Oconquo. Yeah. I remember the ending. I think I need I, to I'm, I'm not the ending yet, so don't tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like seven chapters in. So okay, it's been pretty good. You're liking it, though. I'm liking it. I I remember this book because we were talking about competition. We were talking about chess. Mm-hmm. We were talking about wrestling. And in college, our dining hall was right next to the ping pong table. Mm-hmm. So there's a so, ping pong table. There's a pool table. There's um, what's the game with the soccer figures? Uh, uh, Foos, foosball foosball yeah so we had all that right in front of the dining hall so we would always myself and my roommates would always play mm-hmm. um and ping pong was my favorite game to play with my my roommate joey who was a hockey player and whenever we'd play ping pong we'd get kind of get tense we it would get intense yeah and people would walk by being like what is wrong with these guys they're always playing and i would always have a lead on joey and he'd mm-hmm. always come he was back. very consistent he'd come back yeah you know it'd be like nine to two kind of like the lacrosse game yesterday yeah you know it's like nine to two eight to two he starts coming back and as soon as he smelt blood in the water with yeah. me he'd say things fall apart yeah. say it like that and it rattled me man it would, it would get in my head a little bit yeah but that's exactly what we're talking about you know is like when you have a lead you've got to you've got to step on it yeah if you, if you, i like that i like the the term uh, blood in the water that's how a lot of wrestling coaches use that. Yeah. It's like, if you see it, you got to go after it, you know? Yeah, yeah. My dad used to say, my dad coached me in lacrosse growing up. Uh, he used to say, put the nails in the coffin. Yeah, nails in the coffin, that's one. That's another one. Yeah. But I think it's a good book because not only does it speak to what you're doing here at Gilman, mm-hmm. you know, trying to become a man, a better man, but mm-hmm. also some of the things that you're doing in your in your sports and in wrestling, right? Things fall apart. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't remember exactly what the book is all about yet, but you'll probably get to those conversations at the end. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Emmett. Well, anything else that you want to cover today on our, on our podcast? I think think you covered most of me wrestling, my creative skills. And then we talked about things fall apart. So I think, yeah, 
All right, man. Well, thank you very much for coming in. It was a fun, fun time. And uh, we'll see you in advisory. Yep. Thanks for the talk. <laughs>